everyone, this is Ron Carthen, episode 5, part 2, at last. Me and Nick Carthen both here. We will definitely talk about a lot of NBA stuff, including the conference finals and coaches getting hired and fired. This is Ron Nick's Rundown. This is Ron Carthen, and Nick is here with me today for episode five, part two. Nick, how's it going? Everything is good, man. Life is good. Is that all you really have to say? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be here, happy to be alive. Everything's lovely. Blessed. Well, it's good to hear that everybody does have to hear you through the phone today, and people can actually hear you through the mic this time. Facts. Yes, absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, this is part two, episode five. I'm sorry that it took a little while, but yes, a lot of things went on this week, and we want to make sure that we were at least up to date with everything that's going on. And uh, also, I'd like to thank Donovan Dooley for part one of episode five, uh, doing great things. If you guys go back and check that out on Podbean and iTunes. But there's a lot going on. We definitely have the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. They're both set in the NBA playoffs. And the Cavs and the Celtics will begin tomorrow, 3.30 on ABC. Well, excuse me, Sunday at 3.30 on ABC. And Monday... It'll be the Warriors and Rockets. They'll start game one of their series. And yes, that NBA draft lottery will be Tuesday. Is Tuesday night before game two of the Cavs and, and the Celtics. So Nick, let's start with the uh, Cavs and Celtics first. Uh, what do you see in that matchup? Celtics and six. What? <laughs> you really are going to pick the Celtics? That's right. Over the Cavs. That's right. Please give me a reason why you're picking the Celtics over the Cavs right Brad now. Brad Stevens. That's why. Oh, my God. I underestimated Brother Brad. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, you know, I thought the Sixers was going to take care of him. You know, I knew he was going to take care of those uh, Milwaukee Bucks. But, you know, I felt like, you know, when he got to the Sixers. But he had a strong game plan, and it worked. Um, when he gets to when he gets to uh, play against Cleveland, I feel like they're going to have a game plan for LeBron. LeBron? Yes, sir. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to shut him down, but everybody else is gonna be shut down and um i just think this Celtics gonna win it scary terry you know he's on a roll i don't know what's gonna happen you know when Kyrie gets back mm-hmm. you know jason tatum's playing great uh al horford you know he's still he's still playing good and mm-hmm. i just think the Celtics are clicking man i just can't believe you picked it you you really think the celtics are gonna win this series yes i don't know how i don't think they're gonna stop lebron james though I really don't see it. I don't see anybody on that team that could really stop LeBron. They could probably stop everybody else, including Kevin Love, who finally showed up in this series and played well in this against the Well, everyone played well against the Raptors, but yeah, Kevin Love finally st- stepping up. As one player that I could see them shutting down would be him. He's like the potential second scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's one person you can definitely shut down. But, man, LeBron James, you really think they're going to really pull this off in six games? That means they'll have to, they'll have to pull it off in Cleveland to do that um they're gonna get one in cleveland i just you know it's, oh, it's gonna happen i i just feel like you know great as lebron is he's great and he's playing out of his mind this year you know it really doesn't it, it doesn't matter at this point because you know it's he's exerting too much energy i mean even if let's just say even if they, if he so-called beats the celtics and make it to the finals it's gonna be a landslide mm. whoever he plays against yeah I tell no you, disrespect. Uh, but I tell you this right now, but LeBron, this is you know had a chance to go to his eighth straight NBA Finals. Just mm-hmm. talk about that for a second. If he gets the chance to go to his eighth straight NBA Finals, I mean it's a great accomplishment. I mean I don't want to diminish LeBron. 
you know, a lot of people say, you know, you know, things about him because, you know, everybody's still trying to compare him to Michael Jordan. Mm. But, you know, the Eastern Conference is weak. <laughs> um, it, it really hasn't been that strong. I mean, it has a few select years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's had a very nice supporting cast on the way to the finals, except for the first year he went and got slaughtered by yeah, Spurs. <laughs> absolutely got slaughtered. Oh, man. But I, I I think LeBron, I actually think the Cavs are going to go ahead and win this series. I think LeBron's going to do I think they would probably take it in either five or six games. I'd say five Ooh, or six games. Five or six? Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, the Celtics are playing well, but man, uh, when the Cavs are clicking, like what J.R. Smith and Kyle Culver was in this series against the Raptors, like I said, everybody was, uh, was clicking against the Raptors. We'll definitely talk about the Raptors here in a second. But... I really think I definitely see LeBron James, you know, being the leader that he is, pretty much taking it to the Celtics. Hopefully, he will go inside like he did. He has to has he has been taking some contact this year, quite a bit. And then he did he did flop a few times too. A few. Listen, <laughs> he ain't playing shaky cow. He gonna be playing scary Terry. Yeah. You understand me? <laughs> Alright, he gonna, he gonna play against, you know, DeMar DeRozan who wanted to get thrown out the game because he was tired of it. <laughs> Playing Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah, talk about Jason Tatum and Terry Rozier and Al Horford. I felt like these, and Jalen Brown, they have really stepped up ever since uh, Kyrie, Her- Kyrie Irving and and uh, Gordon Hayward, you know, obviously Gordon Hayward was out the first game of the year, but still, uh, I mean, the way they've stepped up has just been incredible to me. They are exceeding expectations. Um, nobody ex- I really don't think Danny Ainge even expects him to blossom this quick. I, mm-hmm. I think he figured they'll be good players, but, you know, they really are exceeding expectations. You know, Terry Rozier, uh, Jason Tatum having a great rookie year, having a great playoff run, Jalen Brown having a great sophomore season. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a really – and they got them lottery picks. I mean, draft picks coming up. You know, uh, I ain't going to say lottery, but a lot of first-round picks coming up. You know, Danny <laughs> Ainge is looking like a real mastermind after that Brooklyn deal. Yeah. I mean, but anybody would have took that deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the Celtics are looking great. I, I just feel like the Cavs are going to take it here in game one. Or not, not game one, but in this series. I expect them to. I expect them to go to the finals. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Hey, it happens. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the Sixers for a second. They lost in five games mm. to the Celtics. And the Sixers really should have. I'm not going to say they should have won this series. I know they didn't have quite the experience. Mm. But goodness gracious, there were games that, that, first of all, game three, they really blew it in game three. And I will say probably game and, and game five as well. I thought they blew it in game five, period. I mean, first of all, I thought in game five, Joel Embiid had some horrible shot selections there in the fourth quarter. I mean, you're a big. Take it to the basket. Take it to the basket. And then there was a moment late in the game, J.J. Reddick could have extended the lead to five. He didn't quite do that with the Sixers, but that happens. But Joel Embiid's play kind of sort of uh, – Hurt me, not hurt me, but kind of sort of disappointed me a little bit there in the fourth quarter. And then Ben Simmons, he just didn't shoot the ball well in this series at all. And he didn't shoot the ball well, particularly, um, <laughs> like I said, in this series. So what do you think about the Sixers' uh, performance in this series and going forward? Uh, they exposed Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brad, Brad Stevens knew that the man couldn't shoot to save his life. He didn't even attempt a three, mm-hmm. you know, in uh in the regular season. Yeah. So, you know, that's what it was. They're gonna let him shoot. You know, he couldn't really shoot. And, you know, he tried, you know, to the to, to work it in where he can play and do different things as far as passing and taking it to the rack. But uh in order the Sixers to continue their success, uh 
Ben Simmons is going to have to learn how to shoot the ball. Um, mm-hmm. He got to develop his jump shot in the offseason, guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, he didn't necessarily have to develop a three at this moment, but a jump shot, he's he's going to have to develop it. Because if not, it's going to be a continuing thing. Joel Embiid, he just needs to get in um, better game shape. I mean, I think he had a great – I mean, I, overall, they had a great year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really had a great year. And them guys, is, you know, as long as they continue the way they are, they're going to be scared for the next 10 years. Yeah. They will be. I think uh, a couple things they need to do, though. Uh, Markel Fultz definitely needs to uh, – they got to figure out what to do with him, as well as if they can get J.J. Reddick back. I think they definitely need to get J.J. Reddick back, yeah, for sure. J.J. Reddick would be 34, or is 34. Mm. So his deal would have to be, at max, to me, two two-year deal, if I was a manager. Mm. And – he need not to expect to get the same, <laughs> you know, one-year balloon contract that he got. No disrespect. Now, if he want another one year like that, then I can possibly do that. But if it's yeah. going to be a, a two-year or something, two-, three-year deal, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to bring that down to a scale of, say, you know, 12 maybe, 12, 13 million. <laughs> uh, might be a little disrespectful since the way he played. And Markel, folks, he should have just stayed out. Um, mm. should have just red-shirted him like mm. they did uh, Ben Simmons. So I think he's a great – I think he'd be a great player. I just think he just needs time to get his game back together from the injury. Mm. He just ain't have enough time before the playoffs start. And come off season, they got a lot of money to play with. So yep. <sighs> shopping time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, but, you know, J.J. Reddick will turn 34 in next month. Oh. So – and he made twenty million. It was one year twenty million dollar deal, if I remembered. Yeah, I, yeah, I give him probably one more, but I really wouldn't give him that if we talk about opportunity to get people like Paul George, mm. LeBron James, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and players like that, or a trade for Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, those would be the big three. Uh, definitely this off season, yeah, for sure. We're definitely gonna keep an eye on that. Um, now let's talk about the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely going to be a uh, pretty much what everyone expected: Warriors and Rockets. Yep. And I'm just going to say it right now. I'm, I'm just I'm sticking with the Warriors until somebody can stop Kevin Durant. And there's nobody can stop Kevin Durant. In my opinion, there's no way to stop him. He will shoot anywhere he wants, contested or uncontested. He will do whatever he wants to do in this postseason. I'm just going to take the Warriors. I don't care how many games it takes. They will get the job done against the Rockets, but this will be one of their toughest tests to date. Chris Paul and James Harden playing very well, and especially Chris. Goodness gracious, Chris Paul dropping 41 to clinch to win that series in Game Five against the Jazz, which was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, just tell me what your thoughts about the Warriors and Rockets. I think it's going to be a great series, but I really think the Warriors going to take that in six. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chris Paul dropped 41 and 10. I no disrespect, Chris. I think you. <laughs> a future Hall of Famer, but I really don't see you dropping that again. <laughs> Even if you do, it's going to be in a, a losing effort. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Warriors just got too much firepower, man. You know, you got Steph Curry, Clay, yeah. Durant, all can go off in any given moment. Yes. One of them can have a bad game, but it doesn't even matter. Yes. Um, the Rockets, you know, they can win one, but they really can't win the series if James Harden has a bad game or two. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to me, another uh, key for me will be whose perimeter defense is going to be better because these guys love to shoot threes. They oh. absolutely love to shoot threes. And that, that and that, and I definitely want to see who's uh, who can't 
make those threes on any given night. You have to be pretty much out of your A game in this one for sure. Defensive anchor is definitely going to be Clint Capella. Mm. But that golden goose in Zaza Pachulia, you got to pull that one out the trunk. (laughs) (laughs) Need him to come in and be a goon, put his foot under somebody, I think he might do the trick. (laughs) So you think they're going to start him or or JaVale McGee? In this, uh, uh, I think Chevelle McGee may get a start, but Zaza will definitely come in where needed if uh, he got to play his role. And yeah. it's an unwritten rule for him. <laughs> he can say what he want. He could do. He could act like he don't know what's happening. Yeah. But we know, yeah. bruh. <laughs> mm. But I mean, here's the thing. Uh, far as uh, what the Warriors would do, you think the Warriors will start small again and probably put Draymond at the five? Yeah. Yeah. Andre Iguodala in there. I mean. Like I said, I just feel like they just got too much. The Warriors just got too much. Greater so the Rockets are. If the Rockets were in the Eastern Conference, they would be in the finals against the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hands down. It wouldn't be no question. But right now, this is this is the Western Conference Finals. And I just feel like, you know, great as the Rockets are, they just don't have enough. Goodness gracious. Well, I say Cavs, Warriors, Part four, goodness gracious, four straight years in the same matchup. And Nick, you say Celtics and Warriors? Yeah, Celtics and Warriors. I mean, a lot of people won't see want to see that. Not the casual basketball fan. Everybody will want to see LeBron and the Warriors again. But it doesn't matter who comes out the East. It's going to be a slaughterhouse. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's going to be something you're not going to expect if you're expecting the Cleveland to win. The only way Cleveland's going to win is if Durant and Steph Curry get hurt <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's it. And just maybe they'll win one. Hopefully, Clay don't go off like he did that one year against the Thunder when he dropped all them points in one yeah. quarter. Yeah. <laughs> but most definitely, guys, so this uh, coming up on Sunday, it'll definitely be uh, the, the beginning of both conference, but well, not both. The Eastern Conference Finals will start Sunday at 3.30 on ABC. And at 8 o'clock, around 8 o'clock, it will be the Warriors and the Rockets on TNT. Now, uh, the uh, before we get to the NBA Draft Lottery, let's definitely talk about uh, these coaches for a second. First of all, we got to talk about the big one that got fired. Uh, Dwayne Casey for the Raptors. I know. I know. Damn LeBron, shame what happened to Dwayne. Yes. <laughs> Damn <laughs> shame. Dwayne, yes. Dwayne Casey ran to LeBron. One time too many. And unfortunately. Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, other than LeBron and some of his players that didn't quite step up when they needed to, his job is unfortunately he lost his job. Uh, but, Nick, what do you think? What are your thoughts about Dwayne Casey losing his job, by the way? <laughs> I thought it was trash. Ooh. I thought it was a real bad move. I think they yeah. got caught up in the moment yeah. and, gave, and let a, a great coach walk away. I mean, what did you want the man to do? <laughs> I mean, first in the East, I mean, yes, we, everybody was expecting to do better, but I mean, Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan, I mean, I, I'm blaming Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like every year he gets in the playoffs and whatnot, it's just not, it's just he's just not himself, or he gets against LeBron and he gets, you know, become shaky Kyle. Yeah. And I think Dwayne Casey did a great job with that talent on that team. I'm not saying it was a horrible talent. He had pretty good talents on that team. Mm. I just really don't see them replacing um, him and having somebody else come in there with the same cast and getting the, and a, getting a better result. 
Yeah. I think if LeBron stays in Cleveland one more year <laughs> and they meet again, it's going to be a sweep again <laughs> with the same cast of players. I just think they overreacted and got caught up in the moment. They should have just let, 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 let the time heal the wounds. I understand the three strikes you're out rule. They lost to them three, three times. But, you know, you can't always go by society standards. You just got to know your, your clientele and your and your, and your your um, staff well mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, it was, I feel I still, I still feel like it's a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this, though. I actually think I don't know if it was the right move to make, but losing 10 straight postseason games to the Cavs, you couldn't win. One. Well, game one and game three was their best chances, and they blew them. They blew those chances. And I mean, 10 straight losses to the Cavs. Like, the last seven years, I've looked. Obviously, first two years, Casey didn't make the playoffs. Third year, they played against the Nets, and they lost in Game 7 on the road in the first round. This, his fourth season, Wizards swept the Raptors. I definitely, I, if everyone can remember that one. Um, and then these last three playoff games, last three playoff series, were all against the Cavs. In his uh, fifth season, Cavs uh, eliminated the Raptors in six games. And these last two seasons, they got swept the last two seasons in the semifinals. Last two seasons. I personally think, like I said, I know changes have to be made. Sometimes they have to come up with some tough decisions. But Raptors have to make a change. The team is not going anywhere with the group that they have right now. And it's evident that it's not going to happen. They're not going to get any better. Celtics and Sixers will get better. Cavs, well, if LeBron stays, they'll get better. I mean, but there's just no way. I don't see the Raptors getting any better with this group. No, the Raptors. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't feel it was a staffing change. It was um, player personnel that needed to be changed. Mm. And you know, Demar Derozan. You know, he still has time to develop a, a shot from the three if if needed. You know, mm. in the off season. I, I just think Kyle Lowry is who he is. It's mm. not changing. You know, this is it. And anything from here on out is either going to be a decline or a constant. <laughs> and it's not a knock on Kyle Lowry, you know, it sounds like, you know, he's a great player and he's come a long way in his career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's just not getting it done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my take on that. And I'm going to tell you this, uh, uh, with Kyle Lowry, well, obviously, Dwayne Casey winning coach of the year by his peers, and all of a sudden he's fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's... It's, it's, it's not a, it's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. I don't think they're, you know. I, I just think it was a lot of overreacting going on, <clears throat> and uh, I know it's kind of hard to find somebody who wants to go to Toronto. <laughs> you know, I mean, Toronto is a great city. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a great atmosphere, great team. Mm-hmm. But you know, you don't hear too many free agents saying they're gonna top tier free agents say, yeah, I'm running, I'm going to Toronto. His thing, uh, Kyle Lowry won't be an unrestricted free agent until 2020. Jeez. He is going to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to get paid 31 million next year. That's his base salary next year. And then after that, his final season on his contract, he'll get paid over 33 million dollars. And that's from his three-year 100 million dollar deal, <sighs> including 93 million guaranteed. I understand that they had to make a move because, you know, nobody else was coming there. <laughs> but, uh, they're going to have to make some deals with uh, Phoenix, <laughs> Atlanta, Orlando. Those guys seem to not know what they're doing. <laughs> Pretty sure you can grab a star out of there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's going to be tough. I'm definitely looking to see what will happen uh, with the Raptors. It's going to be interesting offseason for sure. 
and I try to pull up DeMar DeRozan's contract. DeMar DeRozan, he will be a free agent. Oh, so, yeah. It's, it's, well, he does have a player option in 2020. Yeah. But uh, he but, but he's an unrestricted free agent in summer 2021. So it's going to be interesting what goes on with that group. Now, uh, there's one coach, Dick, that uh, was definitely hired. John Borrega. I believe that's how you pronounce it. John Borrega is definitely the new Hornets coach, a Spurs assistant. He was he was assistant coach for 13 seasons. Mm-hmm. Worked with the Pelicans, worked with the Magic, and uh, you personally didn't. Uh, what you didn't? You weren't so up and down and or happy with this one. That's what I thought about that. <laughs> Why, what, what do you have against John Borrega? I ain't got nothing against the man. Um, I just think that the Hornets just you know made a move because. Fizdale didn't uh, pan out to their liking of mm. getting, so he was the next guy up. Yeah. Now, I have no proof of that, <laughs> so don't nobody take my word for it. I That's just my opinion from the outside looking in. They did need a coaching change. It was time. Um, you know, Clifford wasn't getting it done, and they needed some new blood in there. Maybe he'll get in there and, and get, it, get the ship um, right. Because um, they should have been a playoff team, you know, regardless, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Whether it's one through eight, they should have been a playoff team this year. Mm-hmm. And it was far from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I honestly believe they should have gave Patrick Ewing a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of letting him walk to Georgetown. Because mm-hmm. um, I think Patrick Ewing would have done a great job. But it, at this point, you know, it's irrelevant. You know, we're going to give this guy a shot in Charlotte. And hopefully he can get things turned around. Uh, and get the Hornets back on a on a, on a decent winning streak because there was really no reason for them to miss the playoffs this year. Yeah, we're definitely gonna see about the Hornets. I mean, I like Kemba Walker, uh, Dwight Howard. I thought played well this year. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna see. It's gonna be interesting. Now, Nick, let's talk about a big one. David Fizdale. Yes. Oh, you sound very excited. Is yes, the new head coach. Yeah. Of the New York Knicks. Yeah. <clears throat> Explain why you're excited about David Fizdale. Because finally. <laughs> The Knicks decided to make a real move and get a real coach <laughs> for a change when they let Mike Woodson go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a great move. Uh, hopefully it leads to more right decisions from the Knicks. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the past couple of decades or <laughs> 15 so years, I just, you know, a lot of questions came about about the Knicks and their decisions. Um, they had some good ones and a lot of bad ones. Mm-hmm. I said David Fizzle was a great um, pickup. I would have been happy also if they had picked up Mark Jackson. Mm. Um, I would have been happy, just as happy. But I think David Fizdale is a great move. He's a player's coach. Mm. Uh, a lot of he got a lot of respect from the players around the league, and mm. I think he can um, get some talent to come that way to New York to work with Chris Tops. Mm. Just now I need the Knicks to make some real decisions, you know, without giving away all the money to players who are <laughs> not necessarily up to the task. But, you know, maybe James Dolan finally got the hell out of the way. <laughs> Unless somebody else makes some real decisions instead of putting his two cents in. You stick to your rock band. Yeah. <laughs> you think he'll get along with Porzingis? The last uh, European situation with him, Marcus Alden. Didn't quite work so well. You think they're gonna? You think they'll, they'll coexist? Yeah, I think they will. I think you know, Chris Tops wants to win, mm-hmm. and I, he knows David Fisdale. You know, comes from a winning background when he worked with the Heat, and so on and so forth. And he's 
you know, he's very respected. So I think he'll do a, uh, I think they'll do a great job together. Um, the, the issue with Marcus Saul, I don't know what all happened. I just feel like the Grizzlies made a bad decision letting him go. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, Marcus Saul is not, you know, even though he may be your franchise player, he got to understand this. It's new rules to this thing here, you know. Right. <laughs> you have to roll with the, what we what we showing you here, and we can get these dubs, or or not. So yeah. when he left, that led to what? The Grizzlies being <laughs> just whatever. You yeah, know? pathetic. That's what that. That's what that was. I mean, <laughs> but in, if anything, Memphis needs to fire their their management staff. Um, <laughs> you know, that that whoever's the GM there. You know, no disrespect to you, but my guy. I mean, mm. when I heard you gave Chandler Parsons <laughs> that money after that knee surgery, or he was going, I knew you didn't know what you was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll move on. Oh yeah. I digress. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and uh, how do you think the Knicks will win another playoff series again? I just want to make it to the playoffs. Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start there. Let's just start there. Now, if we get some talent to come that way, I'll give you some better predictions. But making a playoffs, that I like to just start there. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm definitely looking forward to see what the Knicks do with Dave Fisdale. I mean, like I said, it's a big market. So we're going to see. It's going to, you know, number pressure over there for sure. And uh, another one, uh, Lloyd Pierce, Sixers assistant coach, heading to the Hawks. Now, the Hawks definitely need a new coach badly. They, it's time to shake things up there. What do you think of this Lloyd Pierce uh, signing? I feel like it was a Byron Scott deal with the Lakers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I even know was wait, wait, how are you going to say that? Listen. Oh, my God. What the Hawks got? They don't have much. Yeah. That's what the draft's for. Oh, they going to have to. <laughs> oh, i like to know what number they're going to pick because they need somebody. They need a prayer. <laughs> Them boys ain't got. I don't know what they thought the last coach was going to do with that crowd of people he had. I mean, it was inevitable. They wasn't, they, Everybody knew they wasn't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no. I you know. Like I said, I ain't playing and I ain't trying to cut nobody down. But, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, you're a good player, but you're the best player on that team. I have an issue. <laughs> you know, I need some other players named in that. And nobody came and tell me what was the starting five for the for the Hawks this year. Can Ooh. you name all five? Uh, uh, the point give me that point guard's name. Oh, <laughs> Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. All right. Let's see. Next. Um, yeah, I gotta go Google the rest. That's what I know. I can they give probably, it to you. They probably switched it too many times. Ken Bazemore, I gotta assume it's gotta be another. Eh, yes and no. Okay. Uh, Tarion Prince. Tarion Prince. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think I said that right. Uh, Dwayne <laughs> Dedman. Yes. Uh, Jason Collins, who was their draft pick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wake Forest. Right. Yes. And um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what's happened with the Hawks. I mean, something had to change, though. And he changed some uniforms too. Yeah, those changed. It was awful. I know they renovated the place too, with a barber shop. At Phillips Arena. <laughs> hey, man, you got to know your clientele, fam. Those haircuts are going to be $35. Yeah, more than that. we about $40. $40. $40 easy. Yeah. For a full haircut. Yes, sir. $20 for a shape up. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> you know where you at? You come to the to the game to get a get a cut. That's right. Where you thought you was going to go. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. Absolutely. And pay less. You go down the, down the street. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, Nick, let's talk about this uh, NBA draft lottery. 
that's coming up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's going to be a one-hour show mm-hmm. on ESPN. You don't need an hour to discuss all that. I mean, I'm sure they, they won't announce that stuff till 8. But um, talk about a team that really needs the one pick the most. My Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks need a number one pick. Uh, oh, no, not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily say the Knicks. Um, a team that would need a number one pick the most right now would probably be Atlanta. <laughs> or Detroit. Well, they already fired Stan Van Gundy, so that. Yeah. Well, of that, you know, Stan lost his job. <laughs> no, it won't be Detroit because, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, Blake, I know. Blake Griffin. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a lot of teams that need a player that can change their franchise. And, you know, the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's a lot. You know, you know, Brooklyn gave it a game. You know, they gave all them picks away, so Cleveland got that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cleveland with a lottery pick. Oh, Lord. So, I say the Knicks, mm-hmm. you know, the Magic, but, you know, I don't just God. don't see them doing anything right, you know. No, that franchise. <laughs> when it comes to picking. Phoenix uh, either. Yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix definitely needs one. I think Memphis definitely needs one. Memphis, Memphis yeah, that's needs a great, one. Yeah, that's, that's they, they, they got they got to get back to the winning culture. They really do. Yeah. And that what happened to them this past season with Conley injury and Marcus Mar- Mar- just not caring either. I think he was injured as well, if, if I'm not mistaken. But he but it's been it's been brutal. It was a brutal season for the Grizzlies. Couldn't even trade Tyreek Evans. Had the man sit out for how long? Yeah, <laughs> about two weeks. <laughs> And then he couldn't even get he couldn't get rid of them. <laughs> no, they wanted too much. That's what that was. Yeah, you know what else? This is also a very important draft for the Mavs as well because certainly Whiskey, his time is gonna is coming. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's he's past due. Yeah. Um, and Mark, Dallas needs something because Mark Cuban, you know, you know what happened during the off season, you know, during the season when they found out about all those incidents mm-hmm. with uh, staff. Yeah, employees, you know, they, they, they kind of need a different look. So yeah. they definitely, you know, Dennis Smith, he's he's a great player, but he needs some more help. Harrison Barnes, all right, yeah. go keep going. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely, like I said, the Suns needed, Hawks needed, pretty much everybody that's awful. The Kings definitely needed, uh, for sure. Um, I don't know what prospects you're looking for. What prospect? You got any prospects right now? You look, you. Thinking it's gonna be uh, a good player in this draft? Uh, not at the moment. I'm not looking at too many prospects at the moment. I'm just yeah. concentrating on the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but I would like for a team like my Knicks to get uh, <laughs> <laughs> whoever they can find. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> great. You know, we got Anis Cancer. Um, he's good. You know, mm-hmm. Chris Tops is great. Yeah. You know, I really don't see the Annis coming off the bench for nothing. I mean, I don't think he would mind. But if they got a rim protector or, you know, I know Frank, uh, uh, I can't even Nick, 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 you know, you know Frank. <laughs> well, that thing starts on the end. Um, they need, like, a, they need another guard that can score. Um, somebody that can score. I know they got, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr., but, you know, he can slide him to the three if needed. Yeah, in my opinion, they just need some more firepower or somebody that can pass the rock, you know, consistently. Yeah, yeah most definitely. Uh, I definitely think for sure a few prospects to look out for. Obviously, Marvin Bagley from Duke, DeAndre Ayton from Arizona, mm-hmm. Luka Doncic. I think it pronounced that. I'm, I'm gonna get that last name right. Oh boy, Slovenia. He's I actually got some good. He's actually had some good numbers up there in the I'm Euro not league. saying he's gonna be bad, but I just have a strong feeling. 
New York's gonna be right there. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, if, if they're the top three, Lucas, Lucas up there right now, prospect wise, he could be top three. Yeah, I've heard he, you know, even going number one. So yeah, I ain't trying to knock the man. I mean, you know, Chris Tops turned out to be a great success. Mm-hmm. So maybe. Yeah, man. You know, like Michael Porter, one of Carl Jr., Trey Young from Oklahoma, who uh, who I'm stunned was still in the playoff, still in the tournament. Excuse me. Whatever. Mo Bamba, Michael Bridges from Villanova, Jaron Jackson Jr. from Michigan State. So yeah, and Colin Colin Sexton from Alabama, Miles Bridges from Michigan State. Yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting. Wow, Michael Porter. Michael Porter from Missouri. Yes, he is gonna be there. Um, I'm interested to see what how he will look in his workouts because of the fact you know he had that back injury throughout the season. He did play some in NCW tour, but you could just tell he was very rusty and he just wasn't quite in game shape. He'll probably slip then. Yeah, well, I think he'll still be a lottery pick. Yeah. I think. We'll definitely see what happens there. Uh, definitely one more thing before we uh, get out of here, Nick. Um, I know we haven't had a chance to talk about Kanye at all. <laughs> Wait, did at TMZ. <sighs> Y'all know how much I like Kanye West, but what happened with Kanye West, that was definitely the darkest moment of his career. Like, flat out. Slavery a choice? That was the, probably the worst thing I think I've heard anybody say. I, and he just kept talking and talking. He sitting there with um like I said, I don't get political on here. I know he's up there with Candace Owens. He just makes up all types of stuff. All types of stuff. And I had to get Van Lather from TMZ to calm that dude down and realize what's going on in the black community. You know, people are out there suffering every day. This is what I what is what I mean by not getting too political, because politics now is very personal. It is very, very personal what's going on. You're going to offend somebody. Somebody's going to be upset. And and like I said, man, Kanye, this is like, a, as far as marketing and doing all this stuff, this is a very, very dangerous situation. He's got to understand, people's lives are affected because of what politicians and the decisions that they make. Absolutely. And I just don't understand. And like I said, the album, I'm waiting for the album, to be honest with you. But what he did was just flat out dumb, and that was just dumb. Slavery is not a choice. It's not. Hey. It never was. It's about 400 years. <laughs> you know what? Seriously. I mean, it just makes no sense That's for him to say that. Go ahead. Take that man to dismiss Oliam, man. Take him to D.C., man. Yeah, I mean, give a, he can Google search. You can Google search this stuff. Oh, uh, uh, you know, somebody invited him to South Africa, I think, to go see what the slavery went through. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I thought it was a horrible choice of words. I I just thought, you know, what his message was was just just not get did not get across at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he just gotta understand, you know, social media wasn't around, <laughs> <laughs> internet and all that stuff wasn't around during slavery. Heck, electricity wasn't even around. I don't think Man. for uh, the majority of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of hard. You know, I think what he meant is that he, why didn't folk band together was more of them than us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you you know, you wasn't there. Yeah. And the times were a lot different. And you can't say what you could have, should have, would have do because you wasn't there. And hindsight, everybody would wish things would have been different. But unfortunately, it wasn't. But things mm-hmm. are different now. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're still fighting a fight that, you know, it's not slavery, but it's uh, different aspects of things that people are fighting for, for equality in America. Um, I just think it was a horrible choice of words, man. You know, I was just like, yo, I just cut the TV off. <laughs> I was like, no, man, I'm done with you today, Kanye. This is not, this is not good, man. It's not a good move. And I'm glad the man, what's the, what was this guy's name? Van Lather. I'm glad Van Lather uh, corrected him. Yeah. On the spot. 
believe that's his last name. Because yes. if I was there, I probably would have done the same. Yeah. Maybe not that articulate. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a few words, a lot of words, maybe a, lot, a little different. But you yeah. know, I would have corrected that man right on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely, man. And uh, definitely, uh, before I get out of here, for sure, people, please, 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 do not sleep on Stanley Cup playoffs. There are some good storylines right now. Caps in the Eastern Conference Finals, they won Game One of their series against the Lightning. That's the first Eastern Conference appearance in 20 years. 20 years. And of course, an expansion team, the Vegas Golden Knights and Winnipeg Jets, both in the Conference Finals for the first time ever. What? Well, Winnipeg Jets first time ever in West Conference Finals, and Golden Knights. Expansion team in their inaugural year, four wins away from going to the Stanley Cup final. That's insane, absolutely insane. Man, Vegas make you motivate you, man. You ever been to Vegas, bro? <laughs> Love Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, yes, you bragged about it so yes, many times. Yes, man. If y'all haven't been to Vegas, go. <laughs> yes. All right. I and don't be cheap when you go. Neither. <laughs> go all out. Telling you. I'm telling you, if I was in Vegas, I know I'll be at the sports books every day. I'm not going to lie. I'll sit in that couch yes. and I will bet my money on sports every day Man, if I could. Casinos, shows, everything. Yeah, I mean, everything about Vegas. Now, if you got a habit, stay your ass at the house. <laughs> <laughs> you can't control yourself. You might need to stay at the house. Yeah. Because that ain't the place for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I definitely I need to make my tr- a trip down there one day. Hopefully, I will. Someday, yeah, we can do that. Ooh, that's a take lot of... you to the Venetian, man. The Venetian. What's the Venetian? Uh, it's a hotel. Very nice. That's where I stayed at mm. for a week. Treated mm. me like a king there. Yes. Big Palazzo. Yeah. Treated me like a king. Were you heartbroken once uh, you got when you got back? Absolutely, man. I was like, what is this? <laughs> who, who, who sent me here? <laughs> this. I, I mean, uh, oh man, I, I I hope I do get. I definitely hope I get a chance to go one day. Yeah. But you got any final thoughts or anything? Nah, at the moment, I just hope we're gonna have a good uh, conference finals in the NBA playoffs. I think it will be good. I don't think it's gonna be you no know, um, wham bam um, beat down. You know, mm-hmm. I say a la when the Nets made it to the finals <laughs> two years when they were in New Jersey. And you know when Cleveland made it that year with LeBron, you know, mm-hmm. you know with Larry Hughes and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, those guys, you know, I just think it's gonna be a good playoffs. It's been good so far, so yeah, most definitely. And I hope it. I hope this competitiveness, uh, not necessarily all series were competitive. Same finals, competitive is uh, sort of. First round was definitely competitive. I just hope both the East and West Conference finals will be competitive. And it won't be necessarily anything boring. And remember, guys, I mean, finals definitely begins May 31st. May 31st will be the start in Game 1 NBA Finals. So there's that. All right? So my final takes, uh, definitely uh, good luck to everybody in the rookie camps in the NFL this week, especially guys that were undrafted, including some from A&T, for sure, and all the HBCU players uh, who have that opportunity. Uh, definitely go ahead and fight, fight to make that spot. Just do what you got to do, man. I'm, I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah, you got one shot to make a first impression. So, you know, do your best. You know, your, answer, your question should be yourself. Do you want to stay or you want to go home? Yeah. I want to go home, so I'm staying. Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to do what I got to do to stay. All right, and also uh, another thing. Alumni, and I know there was a lot of college graduates this weekend. 
Real world begins now. Time to make some choices. Yes, sir. Time to go ahead and see what you got to do, uh, what jobs you got to take. Monday is real. Yep, it sure <laughs> will be after you celebrate. Yes, it's time to get real. Time to get a job. Time to be grown. Well, real grown this time. Only on your own business, you know. Congrats to all the graduates. You know, it's a hard road to that. You know, anybody who knows who's been to college, it, it, you know, it's not all easy. So yes, yep, absolutely. And uh, that's it for Ryan and Nick's rundown. And happy Mother's Day to everyone out there. Um, but it's gonna be great. It's yeah, gonna be happy great Mother's Day, Mom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think her. I think when she hears this, I'm hoping the volume will be down when she hears this. So everyone, thank you all for listening to Ron Nick's rundown. We'll definitely talk to you guys next time.